0: Welcome to Podcast Detected, where we say good morning to the apocalypse and face every zombie with a song. Hello, and welcome back to the new Podcast Detected. I think this is episode three now. Yes, that's right. I get confused about the numbers. Um, And the first episode that we're recording after the musical has been launched, which was a wild time. Um, If you were on the live stream or have gone to the website and seen some of the comments and people are are doing art of it now and things like that. And it's been really crazy for the last 48 hours. A lot of fun, but very crazy. We're going to be talking about some of that today. And... Uh, one of the main roles main characters in the musical so with that uh bevy do you want to say who you are and who you play hi yeah
1: i'm bevy and i play janine
0: yay which is pretty cool (laughs) and we'll we'll talk a little bit more about that um first of all just can we talk for a second about that launch and what happened
1: because <laughs> yeah so uh it was incredible like it was so much fun so we kind of um all of us who were on the launch last night um i think you'd have seen some of us on video but even some of us in the chat um sort of got really ready as if we were going out and i like it was super exciting because i don't think i've got dressed up to go out this entire year So I I was so ready. And then, um, yeah, we just got to chat all about the release of Act One. And there were so there was just so much love from the fandom last night. Like, it it was really lovely, like everybody listening and watching and just like sending their best wishes and sending their questions. And I think I may have got a little bit hyper. (laughs) Um, I was quite excited. I might have been a bit loud, but Oh Yeah, wow. it, it was just such good fun, and you and Becca did such a good job of hosting it as well, because I was so worried that it wasn't going to work, <laughs> like, I had, <laughs> I just had no idea how Twitch works at all, so, uh, yeah, thanks for
0: sorting it all out, oh, it yeah. was really good fun. No, it was super fun. Uh, for anyone who wasn't there, basically we, we had, like, a live stream launch party thing over Twitch, and had technical difficulties really right up until the very last second. So it's kind of Mm -hmm. miraculous that it happened at all. Um, And we were actually able to, to stream it, but we had basically all the main roles from act one um, on a video call and uh, people listening and asking questions. Um, We talked a lot about the stuff from act one and sort of teasered a little bit, some stuff from act two, although I kept, uh, punting and not answering questions which hopefully is fine <laughs> um but yeah it was really I like kept tearing up yesterday like a bunch of times and at different points because I just didn't expect at all when I started writing this thing like three months ago at this point that it would be a thing that this many people liked and enjoyed and wanted to keep re-listening to like I sort of I had this vision in my head that it was a thing that someone might like a few people might like and listen and say something like oh yeah that was cool and then just that would be it like it would be over but it's become so much more of a big deal (laughs) than I thought it would be and I just like am completely overwhelmed by both how much work people have put into it like you and the rest of the cast and like, even yesterday, Becca taking care of all the tech stuff, and I didn't really have to do anything for that. And Drew putting together this amazing website, um, the whole cast on the live stream, the cast that was uh, in the chat and there off the live stream, everyone who made little cameos, everyone who listened to it afterward and wrote really nice comments and things about it. I actually don't know what to say about all that. It's completely overwhelming.
1: It was just like the loveliest, loveliest thing to get everybody together as well. Because of course I think we've all video chatted like a fair few times, but I don't think we've had that many of us all on. So yeah, it was just uh it, it was really special, like and yeah, it, it's honestly amazing how big this thing has gotten, like from a Tumblr post. Yeah. To like here we are now and like Everyone is listening to your music, Sophie. It's incredible.
0: I can't believe that still. It's way... I mean, I already said this. It's just way more than I ever, I ever thought it would be. And that's been a really cool journey to go on. And I'm really excited to keep going on it uh, for Act 2, obviously. But even if this were all that happened, I would be completely blown away. But... Luckily there's more stuff. I have more ideas, things that are coming in act 2 um that I haven't even told I'm the cast so yet. So hype. Yeah.
1: <laughs> just because obviously I love act 1 so much, but like you guys don't even know what you've got in store for act 2. And like we don't even know all of it yet. So <laughs> just <laughs> What I do know, this is the thing, like, this is, I think, why we decided fairly early that, like, there was no way I could come on the podcast before Act One was released, because I spoil things so badly, because <laughs> I just get too excited. Like, the amount of seasons of, later seasons of Zombies Run that I've nearly spoiled for people in the chat is so bad, <laughs> because it's it's not deliberate at all, but, like, I'm just, like, I get so excited about this thing, and I want to share it with everybody as soon as possible, I'm like, yeah, but I blame my mom because we have a tradition at home that adults can open all their Christmas presents on Christmas Eve. And that's entirely because she has zero patience and cannot (laughs) wait for Christmas morning. So I think it's genetic. Like, I just have to know the thing.
0: It's so I'm so excited that we can talk about the musical without spoiling things now. Yes, (laughs) it's really cool. And yeah, it's good that it's a good that I didn't. Uh, try to have you on for episode two because that we would have been sitting here the whole time in silence and you would have started saying something like oh yeah well in this one song um and it'd be like no wait stop (laughs) and I'd be like Bevy no it would just be
1: you know like instead of bleeping out swears it would just be like 50 whole minutes of beep as Sophie like censored everything I
0: said (laughs) it's like Bevy recites every single line that Janine says in the entire (laughs) musical in 10 minutes
1: I could probably do that. Like, don't challenge me.
0: (laughs) Oh, my gosh. That would be really funny. Okay, so I was thinking the other day when I was, like, imagining how this podcast would go and recording this podcast with you. I was thinking about how you got cast um, because we've talked about that story with other people uh, on the podcast so far. And at first I was like, oh, it's – I mean, it kind of was not that big of a story. It was just sort of we talked about it and – uh, you were really good. And so I asked you to play Janine. Yeah. Aww. But then I realized that I, I was remembering how how stressed I was about finding a Janine because I knew at that point, I don't remember whether I've talked about this on a previous podcast, but I did not know in the beginning that I was going to play Sam. And I didn't intend to. I actually my plan was to find someone else with a voice that sounded more like Sam's voice and maybe with a slightly bigger range. Um mm-hmm. And that person was going to play Sam. And I actually originally was like, maybe I'll cast myself. I don't remember. I I think maybe at one point I thought about casting myself as Simon. Like, (laughs) there were a bunch of things that I thought about doing. But um, eventually at this point, you were late enough in the casting process that I was like, okay, I'm just going to end up playing Sam. There's nothing I can really do about that. Which means I (laughs) need a Janine who sounds like Janine. Because if I don't, we're going to sound not at all like the right dynamic like it needs um, to be so contrasted from my voice that you can sort of visualize me maybe as Sam Yao um and so I remember being stressed about that and when you messaged me do you remember whether you messaged me or did I like find yes. you I don't remember what happened Well,
1: I went back to have a wee look and I um messaged you And I do remember sort of like building up the confidence to do it because it wouldn't (laughs) be something I would normally do at all. And I'd seen your Tumblr post over like a couple of days. Mm. And like I'd kind of been looking at it and going back to it. And obviously everything else I was planning to do this summer was (laughs) cancelled. And I was just like, oh, you know what? You know what? I'm going to do it. And then I think I messaged you very nonchalantly like, hey, just saw your post about the musical as if like, I'm so cool like I, I don't care that much but really inside I was like this is terrifying um, <laughs> and I was like well thinking of characters I could probably sound like I know I can sound like very British and very serious um, so I was like well I could probably be Janine or maybe Veronica was what I was also thinking but I'm pretty sure I just said to you like hey I could be Janine if you need a Janine <laughs> So I, I'm I'm glad to hear that I just sort of came out of nowhere and you needed that. Yes. Um. But yeah, I, I'm just wondering, like, if I'd put it off another few days, like, that would be weird. And also, like, talking about you playing Simon, like, Matty is obviously the perfect Simon, and I, I wouldn't want it to be anybody else, but mm-hmm. also I would love to see your take on Simon. <laughs> like, it'd be so fun.
0: It would be not even nearly as good. As Maddie. No,
1: no, no, but, like, it would be really cool.
0: It would be... I think it would just be a different... A very different
1: take.
0: It would be a different sort of thing. I don't... Yeah, I I feel like I was going to play... I, like, toyed around with casting myself as Simon. I think I toyed around with casting myself as Van Ark, um, because the notes were so low. And I was like, I don't... I don't know who I'm gonna find who can sing that low. And then, uh, Kara came along, and I was like, oh, okay, well, (laughs) don't need to think about that anymore. Um, but I remember, okay, you, you scared me when you messaged me because I was like, oh yeah, cool, Janine, that's exactly what I need, but I didn't say that. And I was like, so are you thinking like bigger part or like a smaller part? And you were like, oh, probably a small part. And I was like, oh crap, I need her to play (laughs) Janine. And I think it was after that that you sent me your audition track and it was like just as perfect as I was hoping it would be. Um, and I was just like, oh no, oh no, oh no, she's never, she's never going to agree to the part when she knows how big it is and how many roles there are, and I think I said something like, okay, so, um, I really need a Janine, and you would be a great Janine, but also it's not a small part, um, <laughs> is that okay? <laughs> and you were like, oh yeah, no, that's fine, that's great, and I was like, okay, well, crisis averted because we almost lost... Uh, clearly the person who should play Janine. So I'm glad. I'm glad that you're here, Bevy. I'm glad that it happened. (laughs)
1: Uh, I'm glad I'm here too. And the reason why I said small part is because I was like, well, I don't think she'll think I'm good enough for a big part, but maybe maybe I could get a little part. Like, I had no confidence at all. And then I was also so slow with sending you my audition because, again, like, things have just been so chaotic Mm -hmm. and there was a while where I was like, staying at my friend's house for a bit and then like you know sort of moving around we were trying to find a new apartment right um so it's just like all chaos and I think I recorded it on my terrible terrible laptop microphone and (laughs) yeah I'm just glad I got something that was (laughs) listenable
0: no it was great I mean little did you know at that point that I was still waiting on Maddie's audition and I was waiting for Maddie (laughs) for like two weeks (laughs) okay it makes me feel a bit better that's so funny. So, yeah, I was just thinking about that story and how funny it was and how, like, we almost we almost didn't have you. I mean, I guess not really. It was always going to happen, but, like, that would be a completely different universe. The universe in which I play Simon or Van Ark and I cast what? Maddie is Sam, I guess, because <laughs> if that had happened later, um, I don't even know. Like, that would be such a different world. I mean, that would
1: be a world. really cool universe, but, like, I don't want a universe where I'm not, in the musical so I think we're gonna stay in this one um but I love how the moral of that story is that we both overthink everything and maybe need to not do that
0: (laughs) that's true that's true we've been talking um Becca and I were talking about how there should be we should put a post on the blog not the blog the blog on the website um Mm -hmm. that's like the making of ZRTM in discord screenshots um (laughs) That's just, like, screenshots of pivotal moments of things that have happened, including, like, the OG knife conversation about how the Major Mm -hmm. decides that we all can have knives um, and, like, that sort of thing. And it isn't technically a Discord screenshot, but I think that, that original conversation over Tumblr that we had, in which we were both, like, thinking so many things that we weren't saying would have to go yes. into that making of post. I, th- I think it would <laughs>
1: um that also made me think of the thing that I have truly added to this cast that I want to say is the um Cards Against Humanity card set that I made yes which I definitely spent way too much time doing but like that is my legacy if nothing else
0: okay talk more tell tell everyone about the Cards of <laughs> Cards. Uh, I almost said cards uh, versus cards against humanity games. Cards that versus you made. humanity.
1: Um, yeah. Uh, so that that was the result of a weekend in August, I think, where I was just compiling all of the mad jokes we'd made in the chat and <laughs> things from bloopers and lyrics from songs, and just it, I mean it did have the disadvantage of like making some of the really like sad and harrowing songs that you've written become like slightly hilarious to me <laughs> when I hear certain lyrics and then think about Cards Against Humanity cards that you could put in there but um yeah um involving a lot of um knife jokes of course and lots of other things that won't come to my head right now but I think my favorite card is the um six to start noticing us card oh yeah <laughs> <laughs>
0: There's some really good ones. (sighs) We should honestly make a releasable version of that and, like, send it to people, because that'd be fun. It's just, it's a fun thing to play.
1: (laughs) I feel like we could find room for that on the website. Now everyone's going to understand, like, the lyrics a bit better. Yeah, I mean, we're we're obviously listeners, always hard at work, and we definitely don't waste time doing ridiculous things like that. (laughs) (laughs) like, it's just constant labor over at the RTM. Like, it's intense.
0: Bevy's over here like, PR, PR, Sophie. <laughs> Stop telling them the truth. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the public must never know. <laughs> Promise
0: me, monsieur. The audience must never know. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. They already. We've already shown them the bloopers. It's okay. It's not a pretense we can keep up anymore. <laughs> yeah yeah I feel like we did a
1: very good job of or at least you and Becca and like I think the other people on the stream last night did a very good job of being very professional and I think when I wasn't like excited yelling <laughs> I was quite professional and now at this point like it's just gone away like oh yeah we used up all my professional energy and now I'm just bloopers and that's okay
0: now we're just vibing we're just bloopers <laughs> that's <laughs> <Yep>. it
1: <laughs> we are so tired
0: oh my god okay that reminds me that we had a thing we were going to talk about which was your character <laughs> um yeah tell talk about janine topics. how do you feel about janine and playing janine and that whole process of becoming uh the sort of in charge <laughs> janine Deluca? yes
1: well, it's it's really fun. Like, Janine is probably... I have just finished season six. I'm not going to spoil anything, obviously. I'm going to be careful. Um, but uh, so at this point where I'm at in the game, um, Janine is probably my favorite character, mm. I would say. But back in, like, season one, season two... I was convinced Janine was trying to kill me (laughs) because so many of the missions, especially in season one and like the mission that's sort of referenced in Raise the Gates, she's like deliberately running five into the most ridiculous, dangerous situations. (laughs) And I'm like, you're supposed to be a strategist. You're supposed to be like really good at your job. All of this. Why is it always me that gets like the short end of the stick? (laughs) And I think it, it didn't, it took me until probably, um, is it okay to talk about season two missions?
0: Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Yeah.
1: So it took me until probably the mission in season two that's kind of, like, the Odyssey thing, where, like, you're you're running away from Van Ark, I think, mm-hmm. and I think there's, like, lions or something, and Sam's, like, really, like doesn't care, like he's quite mean, and you've just had a really hard few missions, and he's just like, oh yeah, five, you better come back, and it's like, I have been tortured, (laughs) you should be nice to me, and I think that was the point where, like, I got more annoyed at Sam than Janine,
0: Wow! I, like, started
1: trusting Janine, and, like, from then, like, I was like, yeah, I'm pretty sure she's doing her best to keep us safe, she just sometimes makes some calls that risk Runner 5, but yeah, I think obviously over the seasons we find out more about her and her backstory and she like just grows so much as a character, but even season one from being like very sort of standoffish and a bit awkward to the end of season two where she sort of opens up to everyone in the township a little bit. Right. And I was yeah, for To the Fallen, I was reading over like her speech in um that episode where she's just like I've come to respect you all and admire you all and it's just so sweet like Mm -hmm. uh, so I I do love playing her and like not seeing her as someone who's like deliberately trying to get me killed but like you know (laughs) she's just a bit awkward and like knows her way is the best way and that's how we're gonna get things done
0: right right exactly well like In Raise the Gates, I remember um, when I was writing Raise the Gates, actually, because I was writing Raise the Gates after everybody had been cast and after we already had the Discord server and everything, so I was already kind of stream of consciousness talking about songs that I was in the process of writing, and I remember asking, because I knew I wanted the song to be, the verses are the back and forth bickering of Sam and Janine that's obviously really integral to Zombies Run. That's a huge part of the story, is Sam and Janine mm-hmm. <laughs> going at it back in the comm shack. Um, but at the same time, I wanted there to be a chorus that was them singing together about like the thing that connects them, that the same goal that they both have that's not the the things that they disagree about. This is the thing that they are on the same ground with. Um, And not being completely sure what that was yet and having to think about that. Um, And then I think after talking to, like, you and to Drew and a lot of other people in the cast, realizing that it's that idea of setting aside, for the most part, (laughs) personally what you want or what you're interested in and... Mm -hmm. Being willing to sacrifice yourself, not necessarily your life, but the things, your desires and the things that you care about for the good of the whole, for the good of everyone around you. Um, And so, like, leave all your goals and plans behind that, like, that's the thing that they agree on. Um, Yes. And then that wound up being the chorus of raise the gates. Do you remember that at all? Do you remember that conversation or no? Am I making stuff up? Yes, I do. I, I
1: mostly remember Matty saying um, they both have lungs, but they use them differently. <laughs> which, <laughs> yeah, it is absolutely <coughs> amazing. Um, but yeah, uh, I, I think it hadn't really struck me until we were having that conversation of how similar they actually are. Mm-hmm. When when you get down to it, they they both want the same things. They both just want to protect Abel. But we were kind of saying. But, but, you know, Sam sort of has a preference towards five and Janine kind of has a preference towards three. Right. And they both have blindness there,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, which is really interesting. But yeah, they, they, they both just want the same things. They, you know, and, and they, they get to working together so much better as like time goes on and it's right. just a fun relationship to watch develop as well.
0: Right. Yeah. No, I just, I enjoyed writing the harmonies in the chorus of Raise the Gates because I think that that does a decent job of visualizing, or I guess, (laughs) audio-izing, turning into audio, um, (laughs) that connection, like, where they come together and the thing that they do agree on. But then the fact that, like, obviously, in that mission, uh, Sam's upset because it's Five who's going into danger... And it's Janine who has to be like, why can't you see what everyone else knows? And he's like, oh, right. And then raise the gates and cover fire. Like, that's that's what we do. That's what we have to do to survive, even when that's hard. And even when this is a person that you care about. And then at the end of There's Still Time, Sam has to turn that back on Janine. Like, it has yes. to be three. And she doesn't think it is. And that's her doing the same thing that sam did that she she thought she was above um and he's like why can't you see what everyone else knows like we all know it's three just like everyone knew that we had to send five on that mission um which,
1: uh, I just love that so much. And I don't think we've really said how, like, There's Still Time, like, didn't really exist for a while. Like, I think it was the last song You're of going right. to be written. And you were thinking of cutting it. And Becca was sort of finishing, like, season two, and she was, like, so confused because it, it would have been a complete jump from... Um, oh, look at that, to um, I Will Be Waiting. Mm. So, like, the big tonal shift for her, like, wasn't really making any sense because she was like, am I evil? (laughs) Am I not? I don't know. And, like, obviously there are some major plot points that we skipped over. Yes. I think your concern was, like, you didn't just want to do a song that was just, like, hey, guys, here are all the plot beats in a list so that you know what's happening. But I think what we ended up with, like, There's Still Time is one of my favourite songs because it just has so many different bits in it. Like, the Van Ark and um, Sarah bits are fantastic. And then, like, oh, yeah, the the little parallel with "Race the Gates is just really, really fun and sad. (laughs) And uh, I'm glad it exists. I'm glad you wrote it.
0: It's... A fun song. I want to... Okay, I'm going to talk in a second about how I wrote There's Still Time because I forgot about that story too. But first of all, your performance, I just got to say, in There's Still Time is phenomenal. It's so good. Uh. It's just like <laughs> the the desperate denial that it can be three and then sort of being told off by Sam for the first time really ever <laughs> Um And he's right, and you know he's right, and then the pause, and then Mr. Skeet, Find Runner 3, and everything about it. You're so good in that song. I just want to throw that out there. Aw, thank you.
1: I have a few takes where I was, like, proper hamming it up a bit, where it's just like, (laughs) Sam, no, it can't be three! And, like, I'm glad that I kind of toned it down and just made it sadder and more resigned, because, oof. Oofed it's is not a descriptive word, but um <laughs> that was what I was trying to produce.
0: Oofed. Oofed is a great Oofed. word. Um
1: We love it. Along with audio
0: lies. Oh my gosh, don't don't <laughs> throw my words back at me, baby. <laughs> don't make Sorry, me remember I things I it. said five minutes ago. Oh my gosh. Did you hear that? That was my knee cracking. Because I'm an old <laughs> old woman. <laughs> no. Um, what was I gonna say? Oh, yeah. Okay, so there's still time. So, yeah, basically what happened is I had written 14 songs. I'd written all the songs in act one. Um, It had been a month. No, like a month and a half. So 14 songs in f- six weeks, I want to say. And I always like to talk about how I don't really get tired. But like, I was tired. <laughs> um, and I was really ready to start recording, and I didn't want to have three songs in a row that I felt like were all just Sarah doing reprises of Run For Your Life. <laughs> um, <laughs> because, oh, look at that, it's essentially a really slow Run For Your Life reprise, and then there, I had just decided that there was going to be a Run For Your Life reprise in I Will Be Waiting after talking to... Um, Becca about it and I was like okay so I know I know that if I try to write the plot song that's like the okay Sarah stabs Van Ark with the serum I guess and explains the plan it's literally just gonna be a plot song and the way that I give plot points is I do it to the tune of run for your life and I don't want to do that (laughs) I think at the time it was called something dumb like run I don't even remember and so yeah it was I
1: unfortunately
0: because I literally hadn't like thought what it was going to be. And then at the end, I was like, you know what? I think this holds together, okay? I don't want to have a plot dump song that's just run for your life. (laughs) And I said, basically, like, okay, let's cut it. And literally everyone was like, um, Sophie, what? (laughs) (laughs) Like, don't do that. And I was like, okay, fine, 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 fine. I'll figure something out. I'll write it. So I was at a retreat. For the honors program at my college um, so I was literally in between lectures not even in between lectures I was listening to a lecture about the renaissance and on the back of my handout writing this was the plan so Van Ark would trust me killing the major what happened to you I probably still have that paper somewhere and was like "Ah, oh, I guess this is fine but it's also run for your life which is what I didn't want to do <laughs> And then when I started writing the rest, I was like, okay, Van Ark has to sing in the beginning. And then it ended up being a little bit of Cain and Abel, a little bit of Run for Your Life, um, a little bit of Raise the Gates at the end. And then I was like, okay, maybe this is okay. And I think it was the moment at which I realized that Sarah could turn around. You thought that you could live forever, but this is how a legend dies.
1: Which is incredible. It's an incredible line.
0: <laughs> Thank you. Oh, chills. So, like, that, I think, was the moment at which I was like, okay, this is an okay song. This isn't bad. But even when I was recording the mock-up, I was like, eh, I don't even know. Um, and then, like, uploaded it and showed it to all of you, and you all really enjoyed it. And I was like, okay, I'm glad that I went to the, to the trouble of writing the last, the 15th song. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, that was a long rambling story, but there's still time. Yeah, almost didn't exist, and that would have been a sad world. I think, because I love the way that Becca does, this was the plan, so an would trust me, all that, that whole verse just makes me happy.
1: Yeah, oh, it's just so good. It's really good. I just wish I could come up with something like that in class. I feel like whenever I'm in class now, especially because all my classes are online,
0: mm. um,
1: I just, I'm so bad for just like zoning out completely. Like I really need the threat of a professor glaring straight at me to concentrate. <laughs> But Like, I don't even come up with anything creative. I'm just like, no, <laughs> cannot concentrate. <laughs> I We're going to get through. It'll be fine.
0: <laughs> I find myself writing lyrics in class more often, honestly, than I would care to admit. Um, I'll listen for about, like, the first half, and I'll be paying really close, good attention. And then I'll get an idea of, like, one line in my head. I'm like, oh, I have to write that down so I don't forget it. So I have to write it down, but then I remember, like, I think about the next one, and then I start multitasking. I've gotten pretty good, though, at sort of taking class notes and then also writing down lyrics. Um, (laughs) I did that the other day for a song in Act 2, actually, that I just did a mock-up of, so. Yeah. It's a fun time. Don't do it, kids.
1: (laughs) But No, concentrate in school do your best don't be like
0: us don't be (laughs) don't be like us
1: (laughs) yeah I feel like if you put that as the episode tagline it's probably not gonna get people to listen but
0: (laughs) it it would be it's a contender it's a strong contender (laughs) (laughs) up there with ooft up there with ooft we'll see we'll see it'll be a surprise I'm I'm
1: looking forward to it
0: (laughs) Okay, so I was thinking about the way that we did all the Janine and Sam bickering. Because we were talking a little bit about that as characterization stuff. But we uh, had a lot of trouble making that happen. Because you live an ocean away, baby. And that's very sad. (laughs) Um, Mm -hmm. And we couldn't record together, obviously. So, like, we couldn't even practice together, really. And so uh, we both had to do, I think, like, three different retakes... Of maybe more of Raise the Gates, where like it was never quite right. We never were quite hitting the same tone or doing the same thing until I don't even know what happened that like made us get on the same note.
1: Honestly, I just got to a point of absolute frustration, (laughs) even though I loved the song so much because I'd recorded it so often. The first few times I recorded it as well, like, I I just did it really gently and was, like, really focusing on singing because, like, I'm not a singer at all. Like, I, I enjoy singing constantly, but, like, I've never done anything like this before, so I was like oh, you know, like, I know there's people who, like, had, like, proper training or, like, gone to singing lessons and stuff in the cast. So I'm like, I'm, I'm going to focus on making my voice sound good. And then, like, I just basically completely forgot about characterization at all. And then <laughs> I was trying to get bossier, but it just didn't seem to fit. I don't know if I was, like, too mean or, like, not kind of bickering back. I kind of just got to the point where, like, okay, I'm just going to turn around and do it and send it and it'll be done because I don't want to leave you waiting any longer and like I think that was her energy like I just had to get to a point of frustration <laughs> where it was like yeah I can I can be annoyed enough to try and take over this com shack and do it um yeah so it sounds quite negative it's not in a negative way but it was just <laughs> like I had to get to that point of like frustration is Janine's sort of it's it's a part of her character.
0: I think that's true. Well, I also, I, I remember, I think the first, like, mix of Race the Gates was that first take that you did, where it was, like, a little bit softer and more demure, but I was already doing, like, hardcore bickering thing, and so it just sounded like Sam was bullying Janine.
1: <laughs> yeah, it, it really, it, it did not have the right dynamic at all, like... It just sounded like she was going to get kicked out of her own township. Like, version one Janine would not have survived the apocalypse.
0: <laughs> That's probably true. Version, last version Janine. What am I saying? Final Janine? Janine. <laughs> final cut Janine. <laughs> final cut Janine. There we go. Final cut Janine would out-survive everybody. Um,
1: and also, because I think
0: I think the final takes that we both had like you did your final take and i mixed your your take into uh the song and recorded my last take of raise the gates listening to you so we really sort of were singing together it's just i was singing with you and you weren't singing with me um yeah and especially i know on my part at least that was so helpful to get the dynamic down because I was able to, like, feel like you were right there and that I was actually responding to things that you were saying. And, like, for the hold the mic like this, I'm a little bit... It sort of, it sounds in the recording like I'm literally, like, turning away from the mic and, like, muttering to you because I literally mm-hmm. am. I'm sitting in front of the mic and I kind of turn to the left and I'm like, hold the mic like this.
1: Um, One... Um... One thing of like overacting it was that um at, at one point when I was recording and you said hold the mic like this, I've just gotten I just had got a new mic recently and I grabbed the mic, kept going, didn't realise I had whacked pause on. So it's just the know. whole rest of the take was silent because I like, <laughs> grabbed the mic so enthusiastically I turned it off. That's <laughs> so funny. It's like honestly tragic. <laughs> but I yeah, That was probably the golden take. It was a really good take. Because there's even bits in the final take where I'm like, "Oh, my voice isn't the strongest at certain points," but I just need to stop nitpicking at it. No, it's perfect.
0: It's perfect. It is. That was the golden take. The take that we used.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and I I did listen to your voice like the entire time I was recording it because I think it was just necessary and anything like that. Just imagine that I'm crammed into a com shack, like, trying yeah. to shove
0: you off the single chair.
1: <laughs> I think that's... We were talking about, like, how we'd stage it as well in just, like, a, a tiny sort of com shack upstage, I think you were saying. Yes, yes. And just... Oh, yeah, I think the visual comedy would be very, very good in a stage version. Like... um sort of thinking about sort of if we had a chair maybe between us and i feel like Janine's sort of slowly taking the chair from under Sam yes. and by like the second chorus she just has full ownership of this space
0: yes <laughs> yeah i know it's true like visually everything in the com shack would be hilarious cuz you're we imagining like the com shack is upstage i can i imagine it like stage right upstage stage right mm-hmm. but like Either one works. Um, and so all the action, the running stuff happens on, like, the rotating stage, downstage. Yeah. But you have, like, the shack slightly raised up so you can see both of them happening at the same time. Um, and it's just this tiny, tiny little room. And they're fighting over the single microphone and the single chair the entire time. And it's just, it's so funny. It's really funny to imagine it.
1: And it's just funny the whole way through until you suddenly get, like, the tonal shift of, oh no, five's like, in trouble, and then I imagine changes in the lighting and... Yes. Everything like that just suddenly going, oh, like, this is serious, like...
0: Yeah. Well, because I (sighs) imagine... I think I actually put this in the the lyrics for the website, um, that there's the last little bit where suddenly the tone shifts and it gets darker and mm-hmm. five gets fired on by uh, new Canton and Sam's like, just run. And then it, the static goes, and then all the lights downstage on the running part of the stage go down. And it's just the light on the comm shack. Um, and what I was imagining was there's this moment, like kind of a long moment of just total silence where they're both kind of realizing what happened and the fact that five probably just like died there like five's probably just just gone now and sam sort of because sam can't hide his emotions at all just kind of like melts (laughs) um and janine who's super stoic kind of like looks at him for a second and they just don't their friendship like their dynamic just isn't strong enough yet for her really to know how to help or like how to comfort him and so she like looks for a second like she wants to and doesn't know how to do it and so she she leaves like she exits and then that's that turns into voice in the dark and then sam starts singing yeah. that's why he's by himself in the com shack but like that moment Ooh, just God. imagining that just breaks my heart <laughs>
1: I mean, the fact that as well, like, we know from the song of Voice in the Dark, in the Voice in the Dark, is that, um, like, Janine says that I'm talking to a phantom, and oh, I'm like, yeah. Janine, that's so mean, <laughs> why would you, no. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, you know, maybe a kind of, like, peppy, like, well, you know, like, there's no point in filling up the com shack, like, we have stuff to do, I don't know. Yeah. We're just, like... You better get on with the evening. I don't know. Trying to cheer him up by distracting him, perhaps, might be yep. what she would try to do. Because I don't think she would know any other way to, like, comfort him at this point. Right. And yeah. Oh, it's, it's hard. It's sad. You mm-hmm. it made
0: me sad. Aw. Well, because Janine strikes me as the kind of person who is so direct about mm-hmm. everything, and that's really how she knows how to comfort people in a way, like a weird way, like for her telling the truth or just being honest about it, like, okay, this oh, is terrible. Dead. We have to face up to it and yeah. go about our lives. And that's like probably what she was trying to do there. And it just is not the way to communicate to Sam and makes him more determined to wait up until, until daybreak to see if five comes back. Um, but that's, like, part of the difference between them, too, is that Janine's like, okay, this just isn't happening. And Sam's like, you're wrong. I have literally every reason in the world to think that you're right, but you're wrong.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, oh, he's just holding out hope the whole entire time. I think it's not much of a spoiler, but I'm not sure which season it is, but one of the seasons I played fairly recently um, is, like, Sam and Janine like talking about life before the apocalypse and Sam saying like yes we did have all of this bad stuff but um, if any of you follow me on Tumblr this is my Tumblr title at the minute because it's um he's like we had hope and we had compassion and we had Curly Wurly. Oh (laughs) (laughs) it just like makes me smile because that's him so much and you know I feel like the others want to believe that but he is the one that truly believes it the
0: hardest yeah, I think that's true. So, I'm trying to think of whether or not to say this, because this is, like, mild teaser spoilers a little bit for the opening of Act 2. Um, but the spoilers, opening spoilers, song, spoils. the opening number for Act 2 has, like, a fair amount of Janine in it. There you go. Now you know, baby. <laughs> You're a lot in the first, oh, in the first song I'm of Act 2. So- I'm excited now. Um, but there's a little bit of Janine... Like, experiencing some of that same completely irrational hope that something will happen, like, something good will happen, but being confused by it and not really wanting it, kind of wanting it to go away because it doesn't fit into her very strict, rational paradigm with which she views the Mm -hmm. entire world. And, like, she's confused by it, but it's basically her experiencing a little bit of what sam experiences all the time it's a fun dynamic yeah. to play with but i'm not going to say anything more about it because i will i will spoil things for act two and i'm not doing that
1: oh <laughs> uh, i did i also didn't know this until just now so like i am freaking out with excitement i do like oh you can't do this to me on a on a sunday <laughs> evening like too excited now i haven't even talked about um recording to the fallen either because that was something I was really really nervous about because I've got a long time sort of singing on my own and like we have like Chloe's gorgeous like bits start playing the end and then I'm like oh my gosh I, I don't know I don't know if my voice is strong enough to carry this and then <laughs> I, I, I just love the way it's turned out like the way it goes from like just a single voice of Janine and then the whole township, like backing her up in the ensemble and it just gets stronger and stronger. And, oh, I think that's one of my favorite ensemble parts in the whole of act one. Um, Although I love welcome to Abel because it's just so peppy and like yes. exciting and crowded, like just the way it sounds into the fallen. Like, I think when we first heard the sample version of it, like, I think that's when I sort of really realized, and that was quite recently like, obviously, I knew, like, this was going to be good. And, like, I was really looking forward to it coming out. But, like, when I I think it was, like, when I first heard us all properly together for mm-hmm. that part, it was just a real, like, whoa <laughs> moment. Because it, it just, ah, uh, it, it's just really, like, pretty. I, I, I love it so much.
0: <sighs> to the Fallen was a fun song to write. Because I think what happened was I, I knew that the song was going to be a musicalized, there we go. Musicalized is better than audioized. Um, <laughs> a musicalized version of the "To the Fallen into Freedom" speech from the end of Act Two, mm-hmm. but I didn't know how it was going to sound or how it was going to work or anything. I just knew it was going to be that scene, and that that phrase was going to be the the core of the song. And I genuinely had no idea what it was going to be. And I think the first thing that I did was. I was just trying to come up with different ways to put a melody to the words To the Fallen and To Freedom. And I think I maybe was playing the piano and played the, because it's an A minor chord and then an F, and those are the first two chords. I think I just played A minor and then I played F and thought about it and played it again and then just very quietly was like, to the fallen and to freedom. I was like, oh, okay, I like that. And then oh. everything just sort of flowed from that single melody line. And I'm, I if I remember correctly, I'd written the chorus before anything else, before the Janine verses. The what are words? And I do remember that I wrote the verses um, while I was working. At at Starbucks, <laughs> um, <laughs> I was like moving around, making drinks for people, like under my breath, just being like, when voices still surround us and the dead don't make a sound, and that sort of thing. And customers were giving me like weird looks and things like that. Honestly, I-
1: I'm disappointed that I've not met more singing baristas <laughs> with amazing musical <laughs> talent. Just, like, showing off their musical skills to the whole world as I'm getting my coffee.
0: Like, this is what I want. I was not showing off my musical skills. I did not get those (laughs) verses right for a long time. I could not figure out how to make the rhyme work. There were so many versions, because I was like, when I wanted to say, and the dead don't make a sound. I was like, I love that line, but what's the line that makes that rhyme? Like, what's the intro? And I tried so many different things, and I couldn't make it work, and it took, like, a six-hour shift. Until finally, at the very end, I was like... When voices still surround us, but the dead won't make a sound! (laughs) And I was really Ah. excited about it. Um, But it took so long. So I was not. I was not showcasing any kind of musical talent. I was frustratedly muttering to myself (laughs) and probably scaring people.
1: Again, Janine vibes. It's the frustrated muttering. I bet she does a lot of muttering.
0: I think so. I definitely agree with that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well... I think that's pretty much what I have to say for now. I feel like we just uh, kind of yelled excitedly for uh, an hour, but that's I mean, great. it was your
1: episode with me. <laughs> we- it was going to be excited yelling like that. That's all I can do. Yeah. Um, that and a really good Janine voice and Cards Against Humanity. So I'm putting those all on my CV. There we go. Um, yeah. Those I'm are sure the careers talents. advisor will be delighted. <laughs>
0: Um, okay, so the musical obviously is out now as of about a little bit less than 48 hours ago, but it'll be like three days once once everyone hears this, so go to zombiesrunmusical.wordpress.com to be able to hear all of Act 1 and see some of the making of, listen to the podcast, um, read blog posts, all our stuff is on there basically, You can also email zombiesrunmusical at gmail.com if you have questions or comments or just want to talk about the musical, um, or you can message at zombiesrunmusical on Tumblr, or at just another cricket if you want to reach me. I'm Sophie. I love to talk about anything and everything, so you can definitely talk to me if you want to. Um, Bevy, where do people find you?
1: Um, if you want to find me um, I'm at Bebti on Tumblr so it's just B-E-B-T-E-A pretty easy um, and I'm usually doing a fair bit of fandom stuff and participating in things like Zombies Make so you'll probably see my fic floating around or random posts I make yelling about different seasons of Zombies Run
0: <laughs> do you want to do the honours?
1: I'm going to say the thing you're going to say the thing okay listeners stay safe out there